Hello there, this is Jake Zucker with another special report on the election of our freshmen to college council. I'm joined here by the podcast section's very own Tim Liu, as well as three other members of college council. Would you like to go around and introduce yourselves, your majors, where you're from, and uh, I guess one thing that you want to do as part of college council? So my name is Timothy Liu. I'm from Canada. My pronouns are he, him, his. And I'm planning to do a major in basic car and public policy, which I know is really basic. Um, but as, as far as one thing that I want to do on college council, um, I want to really work towards making student government more accessible to students, as well as working on a few quality of life changes that I think are easy to implement but have fallen under the radar. Um, my name is Luz Montiel. I'm from Colorado. Uh, I'm thinking of comparative literature, but I'm not sure yet. And then she, her, and then um, I think one like a different thing was, like that was on my platform was like the idea of like trying to bring the university together with like the community around us. Um, my name is Elijah Jenkins. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. My pronouns are he, him. And I'm planning to major in RDI and economics, which is race, diaspora, and indigeneity. Um, what I really want to bring to this platform and over these next three years, hopefully, is to improve our language department. Um, majority of the black population on this campus are actually African, and there's only two African languages that the school provides. And I feel like this is a big thing that the school needs to focus on going for future forward. Hi, my name is Mira, pronoun she, her, and I'm from New York City. I'm a prospective environmental and urban studies and law letters and society major. In terms of what I want to do during this year's tenure as a college council representative, specifically, I want to work in mobilizing towards sustainable, sustainable solutions within UChicago, and this can mean reducing single-use plastics in places like dining halls, in terms of consumption, but also larger scale projects like working towards fossil fuel divestment and reducing carbon emissions as UChicago currently has billions of dollars in investments in general. Thank you for that, everyone. Um, so how do you believe that you'll be able to use your platform towards those goals? Let's start with Tim. How do you see yourself helping to make student government more accessible? What does that mean to you? I think to me that means just having more people know what student government does. Because when I was going around during my campaign, let's say, um, I would, one of the first things I'd ask people is, do you know what undergraduate student government does? And not one person said, yes, I do know what they do. Um, and that's, to me, it's a really big problem. Because I think the whole point of a representative democracy is that people can know what's going on in government so that they can contribute the way that they see fit. Um, but to me, I think that the way that I'll use my platform to more achieve that is probably just by like using my voice and uh, joining like select committees of college council, which focus more on outreach. Um, for example, getting the word out during orientation, I guess, about like to freshmen about what college council does, having maybe some more events throughout the years, like town halls or things such as that, just so that people know what's going on and that know that they're able to contribute and have themselves be heard. So that's a great segue. Can you explain to our listeners what College Council is, what it does, how it works? I think the biggest thing, I, I think the most name brand thing that College Council does is obviously like represent students. Yes. But aside from that, they have like a host of other responsibilities. For example, they handle the, the big RSO budget every year that they distribute. Um, something relevant right now that's happening is that College Council is being consulted on the search for a new dean. Um, to replace our lovely biker, Dean Boyer. Um, mm -hmm. As well, like, you know, just some miscellaneous things, like 
handling people's complaints to things. We have councils or uh, committees for things such as academic affairs, career affairs. Um, we have some stuff for, like residence life and dining. Um, pretty much every aspect of student life is touched by student government. And then that's also, you know, a really big reason why people should really know what student government is up to. Because it's kind of like, um, I, this is not what I mean by invisible hand, but, you know, it's like this invisible hand, like, guiding people's lives. But, like, people's, like people should be able to see this said hand instead of it just being, like, manipulating, like, pulling these strings behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I think people are generally aware that we have college council. Maybe they know that there are these committees that exist. But I think the relationship between the existence of the committees and having students on them and actually getting things done is something that students don't really understand. Would anyone like to weigh in on how that relationship works and how you go from discussing something in a committee to actually implementing change for the larger university community? Well, it all starts off with the people in the committees and stuff that actually been implemented, but the student body doesn't know. For instance, last year, a first year implemented um, having ingredients on all the packages you buy in cafes. Because before, um, she person had celiac disease and didn't know any of the ingredients. But now if you go to Ex Libris and buy a sandwich, all those ingredients on the list are because of college council. We just don't promote the stuff that we've done, but there has been change on this campus. And the student body is benefiting even if they don't know. All right. Thank you for that, Elijah. So, Luz, how do you see yourself working with College Council to help bring the university together with the larger community, as you mentioned earlier? I think that as, like, students in this university, we kind of have, like, this privilege that comes with attending it and, like, kind of, like, what the university has done in, like, to the community around us, like, in a, like, pretty, like, not good way, pretty bad way, actually. So my idea was, like, just going out to the community doing a lot of volunteer work. I also don't want to act like I am the, you know, like moderator, I guess, in this case. So my plan is to, like, really understand what the community wants and kind of, like, bring it into student council because there are some things that student council, like, wants to implement that may affect the community, like, in a worse way. So, like, by bringing up the topic of, like, that might not be as the best for the community around us, we can bring up the conversation of, like, how we have been affecting in, like, ways that we don't even know. Elijah, what would your plan be to lobby um, our languages departments to create more support for African language education? Yeah, so it all starts off with our administration. Um, As you can see now, it took all this time for the Crest major to go away and become its own department, which now stands for RDI. And this is just one instance of the U Chicago body not supporting majors or languages of education for that are not the mainstream and if you look into our language department right now there's um, no faculty on staff who actually come from these countries right now that support these languages so I think the way the administration moved forward is to hire on more professors for stuff that can offer these languages and even if they offer it they need to have their own department because for instance for Swahili it's only offered one quarter, which is in the winter, so it means there's no sequence for people to take these languages. So they need to implement a new quarter system for these languages, bring on new staff, and hopefully create a department for these languages. But how are you going to work with them to get that? Yeah, so um, back in my high school, I served as a liaison between our Office of Equity and Inclusion. So I would hope to serve as the administrative advisor uh, in guiding how to navigate the spaces for the black students on campus. For instance, which language should we bring about first? And I would say Yoruba and Igbo, which is, means most of the student bodies are Nigerian. So I would say those languages are the first two to bring about. And um, I would help do this through the Marginalized Student Affairs, 
which is the community and college council that focus on these issues, and also the academic affairs committee as well. Have you joined those committees? Do you know what that process is like? How, how does someone on college council go yeah, to join so a committee? Once we're in college council, we also have to apply to be within these committees. Um, same thing as everyone else who wants to be in these committees should apply. And we just submitted our applications by Monday. So we don't know which committees would be shifted into towards until Monday. But no matter what committee we're in, there's always space to overlap into another and still promote these ideas, even if not specifically in it. Thank you, Elijah. And Mira, what do you see as your role within College Council? How do you see yourself mobilizing for change in terms of sustainability using your role in College Council? Yeah, so in terms of sustainability, oftentimes the solutions are systemic and you have to consider from an intersectional lens and the lens of the students and the people who are most impacted. Specifically with College Council, this can mean mobilizing and creating town halls, as I know that they used to do so quarterly last year. Even more so, you can pass resolutions in College Council, and anyone can do so. In order to pass resolutions, you would write it and then send it in, and then it would be elected upon or voted upon democratically. Even more so in terms of with the Sustainability Committee, for example, they're already working on fossil fuel divestment and policy in terms of that. Throughout my gap year, because I took a gap year, I worked with the United Nations Environmental Program in order to create a youth policy paper for Stockholm Plus 50. So specifically doing something like that in terms of listening to the students and understanding that diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility is just as part of the environmental movement and sustainable solutions as many other issues. It's something that we can consider within different aspects of infrastructure, within housing, the way in which we run dining halls, for example, and in the way in which we move forward forward to pull back from investments in fossil fuels and in order to move towards cleaner forms of energy and cleaner forms of living within the college or campus. Thank you. Let's pivot a bit. I would love to hear from you guys about how you got elected and what the process of running was like. We can start with Tim. I think I put the majority of my campaigning digital. Um, I didn't really print out any posters to stick anywhere. Um, also for the reason that I was too lazy to go and pick them back up if I put them in random places of campus. Um, but I think the digital front kind of worked because people, you know, spend a lot of times on their devices these days. In terms of how I made my platform, um, actually, when I was collecting my signatures for my petition to be able to run, I actually asked some people, you know, what they kind of wanted to see happen in College Council. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, to be frank, didn't care. Um, but I, I got some really good feedback from, from some people. For example, um, one big aspect of my platform was increased investment in the arts um, because Chicago is such a great city for the arts. Um, for example, the Sh Chicago Philharmonic is so famous, and then we have all these great museums. But somehow, Chicago's art department is, is woefully un underfunded, and it's just not as good as you'd maybe expect it to be. Um, and that was something that I heard from two very lovely people while I was getting petitions. But that was some big thing that I didn't even think of because I'm not in the arts department. But, you know, it was something that I was really glad to have heard because that was like a new perspective uh, that I've gotten. Aside from that, if I'm going to be completely honest, for the quality of life change as part of my platform, I got most of it from, from, from side chat. Um, so I was on side chat <laughs> and I was, I was looking at what people were complaining about. Um, and, you know, it was, like, it was very facts. Like, I just, like, agreed with it because, you know, like, the SciShot is, like, a platform where, like, you know, quote-unquote relatable posts typically rise to the top. And if people are complaining about something and it's highly upvoted, then obviously people feel strongly about it. Um, so just being completely honest, that's, that's like, where I got my quality of life. So what was your biggest takeaway from SideChat? I think the biggest thing that I took away from SideChat is probably the forks. Because, like, there is this, I don't know, there's this period 
of side chat history where like all people would talk about for like the whole day or like two days was just the forks. Um, and it, it got a bit annoying, but you know, people brought up a good point that there like are no forks. Um, also people feeling academic pressure. I think um, lengthening our academic quarter length would probably help some ways with that because it would reduce, you know, like the kind of time crunch feeling. Um, so those two are probably the biggest takeaways that I got from my platform from, from side chat. Thank you for that. And how was your platform, Luz? What was it like? How was the process of running for election? I think it's just kind of like similar to um, him. Um, like the aspect that like it was all pretty much online. Um, but I did do this pre-O, uh, and it was called Chicago Bound, and it was like about um, kind of like really listening to the community and just like having conversations about the privilege that comes with going to this university. And I think that really helped my platform in the way that like that's kind of like all I really thought about was like how um, there's so many like RSOs for the community and just like there's so much like access to like really like learning about the impact the university has had on like the community around us and sometimes it feels like um, nothing is really being done in a way or it's not really being brought up to like these major people in the university so yeah. do something about it so I think that that's why I decided to go with that I think that the idea that Chicago is like a very dangerous place obviously stems from racism so like my thing was like really trying to improve that idea and, and think about fine. ways to um change that within yeah. like the students yeah through like the, com- the community that's admirable elijah yeah, so I actually knew what my platform was going to be for a long time. Uh, a long time. Yes, uh, Luz and I were in a program here on campus called CAP, Chicago Advancement Academic Program. So for first, genera- first generation low-income students. And so I stayed on campus for six weeks. And from that six weeks, I learned so much stuff about the school and knew all the things I wanted to prove going into the school. And right off the bat, I knew I wanted to prove the language department because I personally wanted to learn those languages myself and there was no way to do that. And even in that program, I was, as a first-generation low-income student, I was stuck there paying for laundry. And after, like, every week, that money starts calculating, calculating up. And so I knew that was another thing I wanted to improve on campus. Like, our school gives financial aid and is amazing, but there should be some assistance for laundry because that's the miscellaneous expensive. Expenses over time accumulate to so much money that we just don't even think about. But when I look at my bank account, I look at that every week. It's like, damn, that hurts. And another thing I ran on was the community aspect, too, but I kind of took it from a different angle. Um, not that many people on campus like to talk to the people, the staff that are working behind the scenes, making our food, making our lunches, cleaning our, our bathrooms, but I personally make my goal to talk to as many as I can. And I met this one lady who's in Woodlawn. Her name is Miss Joanne. She's the sweetest lady you can ever meet, but she does the breakfast and lunch there. And just voicing, listening to her and talking to them, none of the students talk to any of them. They just think they're there and they're supposed to be there and I feel like that's there's a disconnect between the student body and the community residents who are actually here supporting our school and that needs to be integrated more we need to be communicating with these people we need to understand that they're people and humans themselves and just have a better closer connection with them so that was the third thing my platform was trying to bring more inclusivity to our work staff and to our student bodies was not just two separate forces but one unit working together on this campus I'd just like to add for our listeners that after that, Tim dapped up Elijah. It was a, it was a touching moment of brotherhood. <laughs> Side note. In the basement of the Lord. Oh my gosh, Center. yeah. Like, Elijah and I were actually roommates during Career Exploration Week. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we were on the policy track in Washington, D.C. 
and we were roommates in the the Hamilton Hotel. The Hamilton Hotel. It was it was very nice. Elijah's a very good roommate. I, yeah, he's a great guy. Good to I know. I, I might have to roommate room with you for a mock trial. <laughs> Maybe at some point. <laughs> it happens. Anyways, what was your platform like? Um, just to bounce off of what Luz and Elijah had just mentioned, again, with the platform that we have, with the opportunity to be at this school to begin with, it is a privilege. And when I started campaigning, this was after a year of not being in school. So I had been working virtually or in many different places in terms of trying to engage youth within the community, within the cities that I was a part of because I'm from New York City. So I was primarily based there. But I also shared my platform primarily virtually or really entirely virtually because I felt as though by creating posters or by using paper, it would go against the idea of sustainability because I thought in terms of sharing 200 posters at a time and then taking them down 48 hours later, it would be a waste in that sense. Now, with the work that I'm doing in terms of policy and trying to engage youth at UChicago, I think that in terms of understanding accessibility and inclusion is especially important considering where the lived experiences of different students in different places. And as you were saying with the staff, there is so much that is insulated in UChicago. And even in terms of RSOs with sustainability, for example, imagine if they could all work together, if committees and RSOs were able to conglomerate efforts in a way in order to better the university campus at large. And it is important in order to include student voices. So I know that with the platform that we have and with the position that we have, we don't stand alone. We are not singular individuals, but rather the vessel for all of your voices. And that was what was most important to me by running, because I know that there could be anyone else in any of our shoes. And rather, that's why we have to be grateful for this opportunity and find ways in order to continue to leave a legacy behind, because by leaving a legacy, we can not only be the first ones through the door, but leave it open for others to come. So that brings me to a, a thought. How do you guys honestly feel about the institution of College Council and the potential to make th change through your role in student government? I think there's a really big feeling among the student body of apathy towards student government. And I think like a lot of people like feel like it doesn't matter or it doesn't affect their lives. Or even that, you know, College Council doesn't do anything. Um, because even on the day that we collected for the candidates meeting, um, the, the chair of the, the, the Rules and Elections Committee actually um, put up a little slide that had like a little Venn diagram. And then the three circles where um, you can like have stuff for your resume and like be known, <laughs> you can have like clout kind of. And then uh... you can, the third circle is like make a difference. And then College Council was in the first two, along with the maroon. <laughs> um, but I, I really feel like if even, like, people in College Council, like, don't think that College Council can, like, make a difference as, like, representatives, like, I think that sends a really bad message. Um, because <clears throat> I think during our first meeting, for example, um, when we were going around uh, introducing ourselves, they had a little section where people could talk about all the things that they did in the last year or, you know, in past terms on College Council. Um, and there are a, lo a lot of things brought up that we didn't even know happened. For example, what Elijah mentioned with regards to uh, the ingredients at cafes for people who 
have diet sensitivities. And I think, um, like, not to tie this back to my platform or anything, but when it comes <laughs> to, like, you know, the outreach of student government, like, I think the real big problem here is not that College Council isn't doing anything, but it's that people don't know what is being done. Like, people should know that, like, College Council helps bring this kind of sensitivity for, like, for, like diets. Like, College Council, like, does all of the things that they do. Um, because then if people know that College Council does something, then they would be more motivated to care. Because I think right now the a big prevailing opinion is that people feel like College Council doesn't do anything anyways, so why should I care? Okay, I got I got to push back for a yeah. second. I feel like the cynicism of you Chicago students goes a little deeper than uh, being broken by like adding ingredient labels to food. Is there are there any other notable college council achievements over the last few years that you guys could point to? Well, in terms of the advocacy agenda, I know that last year they're working on creating safe spaces for sexual assault survivors. They were working on sustainability primarily because I remember during the first meeting and when one of the members started talking about fossil fuel divestment and how they are creating recommendations for the university in terms of reducing carbon emissions. That was another important step that I found interesting in terms of implementation. Even more so, I believe that they were working on the Student Advocacy Office last year, which was important in bridging the gap between students and student government and people in positions of leadership at the college. Currently, they are working on a calendar in order to conglomerate different events happening via RSOs, which I know is important in terms of student engagement within the community, because oftentimes I remember during my first week, I had no idea where everything was or what to do. So that would be especially important in that regard. And I know that there's other things happening in terms of housing and dining and for external students who are living off of campus in order to come back using their identification cards because right now it's been hard and during the pandemic it I believe it wasn't allowed for those students to come back which was a disappointment for them. Yeah that's correct they but, weren't allowed into dorm buildings. Yeah essentially they're trying to get that back and reinstated so those are a few things across the board um yeah. Yeah I think we're going on the way that these little things don't make a difference and they're not a big thing in the long term like the whole ingredient thing it might seem small but so for so many students on this campus that means a lot and just about weighting the value. When we look at our government today, we only notice the big things that are on the blocket. We don't know any of the small things that are going on. And I think that's just exactly what's happening right now. We, as a college counselor, it's not about being notoriety or being known by what we're doing, but actually trying to make a difference. And if the student body doesn't understand that and they don't see like that's a major thing, that's fine. But at least we who are actually doing this stuff know that some of these students actually appreciate it. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah, I think so. also the reason why like I just brought that one up is because that's something that they did and were able to achieve um, because big changes don't really happen every single year because there are some projects on College Council that have been going on for a number of years that you can't just roll out in one year and like be done with it. Um, for example, the Health and Wellness Committee, they're working on things such as like adding nutrition labels to the food in the dining halls, having private teletherapy rooms for people who, you know, for example, want to seek therapy, but they, for some reason, may not want to, like, um, leave their rooms or for convenience reasons. Um, there's some sustainability initiatives. For example, they're working on creating, like, you know, an annual competition between the houses to see, like, who can save the most on, like, for sustainability, sustainability sorry, like conserving water, conserving energy. Um, these are big things, and they're big projects. Um, I brought up the nutrition labels because that was, sorry, not the, the ingredient labels, because 
that was something that I think all of us were surprised, like, didn't even exist until recently. And that was just, like, you know, something mundane, I should say. But there are, like, you know, big things going on behind the scenes um, that can't get rolled out, like, on an annual basis. But, like, rest assured, they are coming. And I think what's important to remember is that College Council is entirely youth-led, or rather, it's primarily youth-led. And what's important is that we are going to be your advocates in terms of being able to be a liaison in terms of these issues that you're seeing within either on campus, in your daily lives, or even externally. Because in the end, we have to all work together in order to make the student experience a better one for future students and for ourselves as we are in different years as we continue to move forward and become alumni. So essentially by working towards issues larger and smaller, we're creating a better holistic experience for all and understanding each other better too as we learn about how different narratives can intersect in order to create solutions that are possible and achievable for our collective futures. Thank you, Mira. This has been an interesting conversation. I know I've learned a lot. Um, just so people can get to know you guys a little better. How about you go around and say your spirit animal and some other stuff that you've been doing on campus since getting here? I'd, okay, here's the thing. Here's With the regards thing. to my spirit animal, yeah. <clears throat> I think it's a monkey. But I don't really have any other reasons other than I just feel that way. I did not and, ask for a reason. You're free oh, to okay. just... <laughs> <laughs> but also, I, I don't know, like, like, like Chinese Zodiac-wise, like, I am also a monkey. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I'll number people in our year because we're all born in the same year. Um, so I'm sorry for that. It was a bit foolish of an answer, but, like, that's just how I feel. Um, but some of the things that I'm doing on campus, um, I, I'm also part of the Interhouse Council. I'm, like, in MUN. Um, fencing for the, the I'm on team for fencing. Um, suddenly, everything in my schedule escapes me. Um, oh my gosh! What else have you done in the Logan Center? Oh yeah, I'm a po- I'm a podcaster. I'm on the Maroon Podcast <laughs> Division. Whoa. Like I, I guys, I love podcasting um, because I really like talking. I think, as you know, um, okay. I, I think that's enough from like, like I don't know. <laughs> Liz? Um, my spirit animal, maybe like a dolphin. Um, I'm doing olas, um, which is like the Latin. Or so here on campus. Other than that, I just kind of read a lot. That's fair. Valid. Yeah, so my spirit animal would be a cheetah. Um, currently I'm in mock trial, so pray that I make it to stacks. Um, I'm also part of Ankara Magic, which is the only Afrobeat dance group on campus. Um, I'm part of OBS, and I'm excited to work for you guys this year. Elijah and I are on the same mock trial We are on the same mock trial team. You're feeling good about mock trial? No, I'm not. I'm not (laughs) feeling good at all right now. (laughs) You're closing, though, right? Yeah, Yeah, they they trust you, man. You'll do all right. Don't don't sweat it. Mira? So I've been in character, like in character for me, just been working in many sustainability initiatives through the Environmental Research Group and Policy and Phoenix Farms. I also started bird watching, which was interesting because I hadn't done so too much before, but it's usually every Saturday morning. And also I'm on the Slam Poetry Club, Catcher in the Rhyme, because I did a lot of slam poetry in high school and wrote a lot of performance poems, and I still am, but virtually in Chicago. 
and another thing that I'm doing here, which is external to UChicago, but I'm still doing it in relation to classes, is I'm working on a fellowship with Vital Voices and Estee Lauder, where we are creating and working on projects specific to our varied interests. And for me, it is environmental solutions. And what was the other question? Spirit animal? Did you oh, say spirit, spirit animal. animal. Wait. Um, my spirit animal is a rainbow shrimp. I don't know why. I just remember seeing them once and thought they were stunning. And, that, and they are also surprisingly strong. They can break glass, which I feel is very powerful. And you can break many ceilings with the same thing. <laughs> yeah, your cadence is kind of very slam poetry. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that before. They have. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the, the, the break the glass ceiling metaphor. That was amazing. I love symbolism, guys. Like Poetry. Poetry yeah. and the like, human. I have so many goods to catch the ride, but they always do on Sunday. It's I can't Sunday. make Sunday. Yeah. I can't make Sunday. You gotta go to mock trial. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing an open mic, I believe, on the 28th, if you want to come. It's Logan yeah. Center. Just marketing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> advertisement. All right, thank you for that. Uh, I've been told that my spirit animal is a tree frog. I don't know. Well, I get it. I get it. You, you get well, that? You I feel that? It. I can see All right, it. then. And I think that's that's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. It's been great to meet you all. Tim, Luce, Elijah, and Mira. Uh, that's another special report from the Chicago Maroons podcast section. Until next time.